1: A song. Oh my
2: God! A perfect song. You got that build-up. You got the big drum kit rolls. Amazing lyrics.
1: Something I always appreciate about the appreciate about the Foo Fighters is that they haven't really evolved into a different band over all these years. Like. They've stayed pretty true to What they've always been about Which is like great rock songs
2: They you, never you, like you, laid a techno bed Under oh their or Did they, just, they ever do anything like that?
1: They didn't get too out there I mean Are all their new songs as good as their old songs? Maybe not But I feel like they're trying to make the same kind of music They've always made bring it up because like I was just reading how uh, Coldplay's working on this new mystery project that's supposed to be out I think the first Friday in May and I'm like I hope that mystery project is them just trying to recreate the sound of their first two albums when I loved them as a band
2: they were like your favorite band weren't they? well
1: I mean there was a time where I was super into the first two albums I, I don't know if I'd ever like put them in as my favorite band of all time but God, I love those first two albums and then select songs from like the next few albums. But I I, I honestly tell you that the latest album they put out, which whenever that was, I guess like a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I can't even tell you when the last album came out. That's how little I care about the music they put out today. Mm -hmm. They sound so much different than they did. With the first two albums.
2: Are they selling more records now? Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, are they doing better now than they did back then?
1: Well, they've, they've been on like a great trajectory over the years. And mm-hmm. I, they've picked up fans along the way at every stage of their career. Mm-hmm. Do I think that the core group of fans that love them for Parachutes and A Rush of Blood to the Head are just as excited for these new albums? There's no way. I mean, the people that are excited for the new albums I think are fans that became fans in the last couple of albums.
2: Mhm. So it's a different fan base but maybe.
1: I just feel like their whole approach to making music changed and Chris Martin became like hyper focused on things that um at changing things that I appreciated about the band like hey, I appreciated all the imperfections in his voice. Right. And all the cracks and the simplicity of the music. Now everything's like so well produced and I think he's mm. you know, so focused on Hitting all the notes right, and uh, he's lost that sort of rawness. That's
2: interesting. I remember a boss saying to me once because I was doing like a, sh- a solo show, and I was always very like planned out, methodical. He's like, you know, perfection is boring, Mora. It's boring. It is when you're just so polished, like it's. A, you want to hear something real and raw. I was like, oh shit, you might be right. Yeah, you listen. Gotta loosen up a bit. Yeah. Exactly.
1: If I <laughs> if I played you a song from the Foo Fighters' newest album, and it's a song you'd never heard, mm-hmm. and I told you it came off the Foo Fighters' second album, mm-hmm. you would be like, oh yeah, yeah. Like you, you, if you didn't know that album sure. through and through, I could convince you of that. Kind of like ACDC. I don't even like ACDC. People rip on me because I'm not a fan of ACDC, uh-huh. but they've pretty much stayed true to their sound yeah. from beginning to end, and <laughs> yes, they didn't they evolve. they <laughs> And I know it's boring for the bands to just stay in one like chunk of time. Yeah. We've, I I, I think we've probably had this conversation before. You know, like the Tragically Hip. I loved the Tragically Hip. They were my favorite band for years and years. And then they evolved to a point where I was like, you know, I wasn't into the music as much. Lyrically was interesting and stuff, but it Mm -hmm. didn't, it didn't like grab a hold of me and like compel me to want to listen to it.
2: It's got to be hard as an artist. Because you don't want to alienate people, but you do want to try something new, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, I had one of my most epic makeouts ever to Foo Fighters ever long, by the way. Side, oh, yeah? Side note, yeah.
1: Yeah? <laughs> Was it with
2: Matt? <laughs> no.
1: Oh, really? No,
2: just like a nice epic bar makeout that song was playing in like a dive bar downtown toronto and it's just like oh my god those i, I i'm sure it was hundred percent the song that caused the yeah. makeup you know what i mean like it propelled us into making out oh so good
1: but who's your favorite band of all time stones right Ah, uh,
3: they'd be like my favorite rock, rock band, Oasis. Band. You love Oasis. I love Oasis too, but Oasis hasn't changed at all. They've
1: that's right. They've always stayed the same. Amazing when they do that. You know what? When you want to change, change, but change the band name. Get out of the band name and right. start a new project. You know, right? Uh, when Gord Downey went solo and did the solo stuff, it wasn't necessarily in my tragically hip wheelhouse, but that's fine. He was doing something else.
3: Yes. You know, uh, there's a band, um, Linkin Park. Linkin Park drastically changed over the years of recording records. Like their first two records were super hard hard rocky, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And the third record started to change the sound and then they got into electro, like electronic and pop music by the end of it. Um, and there, I would say that I wasn't a big fan of what they started to yeah, do. Yeah, so close the up
1: the operation. Close up the Lincoln Park operation. Open up a new one where you get to do something else. <laughs> that should be the move. You know, uh, I'm a giant Led Zeppelin fan. Yes. Uh, Robert Plant solo stuff, lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Yes. I mean, maybe there's four songs that I would listen to You know, by choice, Mm -hmm. everything else, I'm not interested in what he's doing. But that's fine because it's not Led Zeppelin. It's not under that name. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, that's what, that should be the move. Instead of being in a band and being like, you know what, we got to evolve and grow into something else. It's like, sure, do it under a different name. You know who I appreciate? Jonas Brothers. You got the Jonas Brothers. (laughs) They took a break. They did their own thing, and then they came back. And what did they sound like? The Jonas Brothers. <laughs> yes, they
2: did. You know, and if they don't want to
1: sound like the Jonas Brothers anymore, you know what they can do? Go off on their own again yeah. and do another little project. That should be the like move. Joe
2: Jonas did uh, DNCE or D. Uh, yeah, exactly. DNCE. Yeah. yeah, different yeah. sound, right?
1: Different sound. Go do your different thing. You know, I hate to do this, but uh I got a jet here. I got I got a doctor's appointment <laughs> with like a specialist. Oh one and... of those,
2: right? You don't get to pick the time, like whatever yeah. works for them. I have
1: to see an ear, nose, and throat doctor, and uh yeah, it's one of those things that's like, okay, it's at this time. Oh, you don't want that time? Don't come then! <laughs> Figure it out yourself. Yeah, exactly. So the podcast isn't I'm over. Mad. Hang on for the Daily Take Two, which yeah. is coming up next. But uh, this portion of the podcast is, uh, is done. So we'll talk to you soon. And hang on, don't go anywhere. Calm down and waste away with me. Down with me. Slow out.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. Interest in this
2: one type of sex Has skyrocketed during COVID And, uh Brad took a guess Oh uh,
1: Yeah, what's Brad guessing?
2: He says car sex, maybe Not my cup of tea Oh,
1: good guess, Brad I would just assume because kids are home, House right? is
2: crowded Need to get out and get busy Yeah,
1: crushing the vibe
2: That is actually incorrect, though oh. I'm talking about Kink, I'm talking about BDSM, yeah, that has started to skyrocket since the start of the pandemic as couples look for something else to do. We've been there, done that. So, how do you get started? The first step. Is you take an online class with your partner. That's what people recommend, okay? You don't just start to foray into this on your own.
3: Can't you just watch Fifty Shades of Grey more mm. and call it a day? You
2: could probably watch Fifty Shades of Grey, but how does Christian Gray tie that rope so it doesn't really hurt?
1: Well, you could also take a sailing class. <laughs> I, well, I don't think I don't think you know anybody better at tying knots than me, Mara. And I'm not Tucker, into BDSM.
2: Perhaps you should use some of those knot skills in a more way creative way.
1: I'm trying to think of what kind of knot I would use to tie Deb's hand up. <laughs> if, like, if I wanted to tie your hands... What would you call that knot? Well, I'd start with a bowline, and then I would take the other end of the <laughs> rope. It'd be a very small bowline.
2: <laughs> <It's> and then... <laughs>
1: I would put the other end of the rope through the bowline and create like a lasso of sorts. This is like not sexy anymore. I'd cinch that up tight. (laughs) And then I'd start doing some half hitches along the way and finish it off by just wrapping the rest of the rope around the wrist until I ran out and then I would hitch that off as well.
2: Okay. (laughs) You see, maybe that's not the best technique, though, when no. you're getting into sex. I'd probably
1: cut off her circulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. So that is one step people say you should do. Is and there's lots of online
1: classes. Okay, I got another nod oh, to no. idea here. <laughs> what not? I would use <laughs> me. A clove hitch, Mara. What's a clove hitch? Well, I'd wrap the <laughs> rope around once over her wrist, and I'd pass on one side of the rope that's going towards the ground, and then I'd go back up over her wrist yeah? and pass on the other <laughs> side of the rope. And Ooh. then as I came up to pass it over her wrist again, I'd tuck it under one of those existing <laughs> loops and cinch that up nice and tight. And then... I would get ready to empty the bilge.
2: What's the bilge? I don't know.
1: <laughs> just trying to think of a nautical term that might sound kind of kinky. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is your
1: bilge pump working over there?
2: See, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Sounds oddly dirty. This is I not,
3: know it
2: does. This I is know it does. Not, what is a bilge pump?
1: Well, the bilge <laughs> pump is the pump used to empty the bilge. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps I'd reach for the winch handle and oh. I would put that in a special place and grind away. <laughs> until oh. until those sails were nice and tight. <laughs>
2: Now we're talking. Uh, Yes. This is getting better. Uh Practice makes perfect,
1: you see? And if things don't look like they're in the proper shape, I might even pull out a clue tie down. (laughs) Strap that sucker around the clue (laughs) where it meets the boom.
0: (laughs) All
2: right. That's it. That's all I got. Thank you. There you go. Okay, so you can either take. Unless
1: you want to involve the whisker (laughs) pull. The whisker pull! The, the whisker pull! You can stretch some pretty mighty sheets out one way or the other <laughs> with the whisker pull. Okay. There you go.
2: You don't need to take a BDSM class. You can just take a sailing class. Exactly.
1: Apply, don't waste your money.
2: Apply your knowledge in both areas. And then you can
1: travel to the BDSM experience over water. <laughs> Tucker and Mora, wow, uh, we kind of jumped into a conversation about BDSM. It's on the increase. More and more people are getting into it. Yes, they are. And uh, we're getting schooled a little bit. Nicole is on the phone. What's going on, Nicole?
4: So I would consider myself entry-level BDSM, and it's fantastic. Honestly, it's just, uh, there's so many aspects to it that it's not just the handcuffs and the tying up and all that there's so many other levels to it um my boyfriend and i he uh you know tied me up he has a list of things he spanks me for for when i've been you know bad in quotation marks during you know the regular day uh and although it does definitely get painful that is what spikes the pleasure level there you go oh, Mora!
1: No. that's entry level right there
2: <laughs> spanking
4: Yes, definitely. Uh, but, again, there has to be so much trust there, and I trust him to never take it further than I can handle and to, you know, know when to stop. Um, and our safe word is just enough, which I've never had
1: to use. Like enough? Enough, that's it.
2: Enough. If you say enough, then that's done. And, um, God, I have so many questions. Who Whose idea was it? <laughs> Mine.
1: Oh, interesting. And uh, was, he, uh, was he hard to convince to jump into that no. world with you?
4: No. So the first time that we uh, slept together, I was <laughs> severely disappointed. Um, but so after that, I realized I wasn't interested in being disappointed in the bedroom anymore. So I broached the topic with him and he honestly took it on board and ran with it uh, in a way that totally exceeded my expectations. Really? His boyfriends have, Yeah, him in particular. He's very like uh, creative. He looks around what he has at home and uses that. Um, but other boyfriends have definitely struggled with it.
2: Wow. So, do you think this has brought you like a deeper connection with this guy? I think so, because there is that extra level of trust. Yeah. Um, But it also just, honestly, I feel
4: like I'm attracted to him for a lot longer. Like, we've been together for two years and I still feel like we're in that honeymoon stage because we're doing stuff in the bedroom that's fun and exciting. and
1: And do you think that if, let's just say you guys went your separate ways, okay? Do you think in his next relationship, if that ever happened, that it would be something he would want to carry forward, or is he only doing it because it's kind of your thing?
4: Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that I he takes it to a higher level for me, maybe higher than he would want to do on his own. Um, But I do think that he wouldn't, that he'd want to at least include some
1: aspects of it in future relationships. Because I think about uh, you know uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. If uh, Anastasia ends up dumping Christian, I have no idea what happens in that storyline. By the way, does she does she want that from her next boyfriend? I think you know, so. I think so. <laughs>
2: I think she's uh, I think, yeah done for. Life. Once you find
4: yeah, once you find that level of comfort in that world, because again, like it's not just the spanking. There's so many other ways of playing. Um, I think once you find what you really like and what you're comfortable with, you definitely would have a hard time letting it go.
2: So do you go out of your way to do things on the list that will cause you to uh, have a spanking?
1: Sometimes, yes. Oh, oh Nicole. Nicole.
2: You bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't out of things on the list.
1: Yeah. You know, I bet you there's a lot of people listening that wish they were dating Nicole right yes. now. They hear that and they're like, man, wow. I need a girlfriend like Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, thanks for being so open with us. always appreciate that.
2: No problem. Is monogamy losing popularity? Yes, according to new research. Is the most popular relationship now A, friends with benefits, B, an open relationship, or C, good old-fashioned sugar daddy? What do you think people want the most is it friends with benefits and open relationship or sugar daddies
1: uh friends with benefits gotta be, yeah yeah you get you guys,
3: all the, you get all the benefits and don't have to deal with the relationship stress you guys yeah, are for a 100, while for a while a
2: hundred percent right it's friends with benefits this is a shift among millennials they want the friends with benefit relationship the most yeah i get it, it makes sense it makes a lot of sense but i want you to take this study that I'm telling you with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because it was conducted on a website set up for sugar daddies and sugar babies. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) if the people who
2: responded to the survey are already pretty open-minded and like seeking alternative style relationships, But anyways, let me explain what people said. Yeah. 66% say they're open to their partners exploring sexual companionship outside of their primary relationship. 54% say they're comfortable with their partners hooking up with other people so long as there's no emotional connection. Like they don't want them to seek that from somebody else. Yeah. And then everyone's saying the number one relationship that they want is friends with benefits.
1: It's pretty good, I would think.
2: Have you guys both had friends with benefits before? Most of my friends have been like are with benefits. Are yeah. also sleeping with you?
1: <laughs> oh, like your female friends?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. this. I mean, it's just easier. I don't know. Like I, I feel more comfortable in the sense. Nobody of like- gets attached. Well, it's not even that, like, it, it has multiple times it has grown into something more. Sure. But I, I don't feel like I have that pressure right off the top where it's like, oh, you. I know you yes. want me to be your boyfriend and yes. you're coming at me. It's just super casual. And then I find out that, hey, I actually really like hanging out with yeah, you. I, yeah. That's
2: what people were saying in the survey. Like, they don't want the pressure of having to make up their mind if you're going to, like, take this relationship seriously or not. They like the relaxation uh, about it, you know They like the casualness but I, of it
1: I have uh, two friends Like my friend Mila and Justin mm-hmm. uh, They got involved in a relationship That was supposed to be just friends And then there ended up being some complications Because, you know, they start falling for each other And uh, before you know it
2: Yeah, maybe it's um, not They something- break
1: up Or then they realize that uh, They love friends. each other And they gotta get back together Oh, but then Mila and Justin at the end of their story, are live happily ever after it appears. Is
2: this like a movie or something? This is a movie. What is this? Is this a plot line to Friends with Benefits the movie? It's good movie, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, come on.
1: Mila and Justin. <laughs> come on. You never seen that movie? No, no. It's literally called Friends with Benefits. All right. I love Mila Kunis. I know you do. I wonder if Fendi hates Rihanna, because of her Fenty label, I
2: I just realized the other day they weren't the same. <laughs> I I actually thought they were the same. Too. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because one have
3: an I and one has a Y or something like no, that. No, it's a D
1: versus a T. It's a
3: D versus Fenty, a T. Fenty,
1: which is uh, by the way Rihanna's like uh, real name. Like uh, I think it's her it's her last name or uh, her mom's last name, one oh, or the okay. other. And uh, Fendi is like the Italian fashion brand. So my, I thought they were the same. My wife has these Fendi glasses, eyeglasses. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, those are Rihanna glasses. And then um, my kids schooled me. They're like, that's not Rihanna. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it is. Fendi. So I'm like, yeah, it's Rihanna. Let's look it up. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we looked it up. And then sure enough, they you were, were right. Wrong. They were right. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. But w- why wouldn't she use Rihanna instead? You I know?
2: don't know. A Riri. By the way, I'm just looking at Rihanna's Fenty line. Oh, Ooh! yeah. Expensive? Are you seeing prices? Um, it's actually very reasonably priced. Wow, this is quite the lingerie line. Here's a teddy that is unbelievable. $86 Canadian, which is kind of what you would pay probably to get a teddy at Victoria's Secret or Yeah? Yeah.
1: $86.
2: $86 Canadian. So it's not super high end. Okay. Wow. This is some nice lingerie boys. Yeah, I'm just looking into myself. <laughs> oh, yeah? oh yeah. No yeah. wonder you've been so quiet. <laughs> uh, they got
3: like they got like a, like an Instagram feed in their websites, kinda like feeding into the yeah. website with the hashtag uh, and just lots of girls posting their Rihanna lingerie
1: <laughs> <laughs> You can already You can see you can how distracted t- <laughs> he is Just with
2: the volume The volume of his voice Yeah, he's gone into quiet bundus mode yeah, It's very impressive It's a nice line a For sure Oh, now I'm really <laughs> okay. yeah, some, Oh, no Some really nice <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, we've lost Tucker now, too
1: <laughs> All right, temperature's gonna drop to <laughs> nice, <too. laughs> That's what you were like There a- <laughs> you Just literally, We could hear you Just bit, <laughs> He disappeared I wonder if that's What it's like If you're a Friday night Lady friend And you're walking Down the street And a hot chick Walks by And he's like Oh that's a really Interesting
2: <laughs> just,
1: just trails off Just trails off mm-hmm. Like his focus Has been just The life sucked Has been Sucked out Sucked out yeah, of him yeah.
2: yeah Oh my god and I redirected I used to sit on a patio With a, a guy friend of mine Like when the the seasons were changing, and it was so annoying because a hot woman would walk by just wearing something a little more revealing than a winter jacket. Really, yeah. And man, I would be like, "Can you look at me for two seconds? I'm sitting right here."
1: What were you saying? Sorry, I'm, not, I'm <laughs> looking at Rihanna lingerie right now. <laughs> exactly. Morris trying to convince me to grow my chest hair out and get it as bushy as possible. Just so funny. The
2: stuff we talk about when the mics aren't yeah. on in this room i sometimes feel that
1: Mora is like trying to sabotage what no. little look i have no, going for me no. she's always like oh undo a few more buttons and yes. then i do it and you look at me and you're like oh maybe not <laughs> <laughs> you have the worst well, tips for me and by the way i don't shave my chest down to the wood I have like, I trim it back a you bit. You trim it back. So the hair in like is about where I like it now. Mm-hmm. And Show my, me. Uh, That's like my yeah, chest hair.
2: You, I'd go with more. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I know you would. No. <laughs> you see, and, and it's it's, it's no? running at about like, a, I'd say a centimeter and a bit yeah, in that's length. Good. That's good. Enough to see the shadowing and the fact that I'm a man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but all- not enough that, you know, people's hands are going to get caught up in there. And you don't
3: want to look like Austin Powers.
1: No, no, Maura no. wants that No, you do I though I don't want you The do. Austin
2: Powers chest hair Is like a joke
1: Yeah, but you I'm talking
2: about a like nice Like full
1: bush on the chest Is nice what you want to see
2: A nice rug yeah. yeah
1: And you're you're so in the minority with I that I don't think you're so You're so in the minority Let us know
2: what you think About a nice rugged chest hair To run those fingers through one eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four You take it down I trim
3: it down. I like. I like to have a little bit of chest hair. What cause... are you rocking over there? I just just showed... trimmed mine. Mine's pretty light. Oh right now.
2: boy! Yeah. Oh, that's like a. Uh, that's like a like baby's a... bum.
1: <laughs> you got a five o'clock shadow on that chest. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, by the way, Meg just weighed in. Yeah. I love a man with chest hair. Very manly. I hate a smooth baby chest. Hundred percent. Yeah, but no agreed. one's saying
1: smooth baby chest. Just saying, like, keep it in check there a little bit. There was a bit.
2: time, I think it was like the Baywatch era, when that smooth chest was, like, getting ridiculous. Uh-huh. Now, I feel like we're circling back to that lumberjack kind uh, of yeah. look.
1: Says the person who's married to the lumberjackiest <laughs> guy in the world. If you follow More on Instagram, at Maura Grierson, and you see any of the videos of her husband, I mean, he's like a giant bear. Yeah. He's got a massive beard. Don't you want to run your
2: fingers through that chest hair?
1: uh, No, I I see that and I just think of things that could get caught in there. It feels unclean to me. I don't know why. There's no reason why it should. Yeah.
2: Have you ever? What happens to you when you grow that chest hair? You know what?
1: The biggest problem I have is I like to use a little uh, body lotion, and uh, when I have a lot of chest hair, it's harder to work into my skin. So (laughs) when I'm pumping out the Jergens and I'm lathering up, the more hair I have, the more it gets in the way of the hair. It's all like matted and white and. Doesn't look good. It'll soak in eventually. <laughs> I don't know. So I like I like to just eat and same with sunblock. Yeah. You know, I like to be able to just get it in there quick and not have to penetrate an inch <laughs> thick full of hair, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's going on, Scott? I'm kind of a hairy guy per se. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of self conscious about that. But yeah. yeah, my wife's like, I like the beard, I like the chest hair, so I'm like, All right. You don't uh, trim it back a little bit? No, I've never trimmed it before. So, How does that yeah. work with the body lotion? I don't use body lotion. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> you're a real man, right? I get it. I guess so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like to be, I like to be rugged. Hey, thanks, Scott. Yeah, have a great day. There was a time where I shaved right down, not with uh, a blade, but with as close as I could go with the clippers, and it was a request by my wife. Yes. And if she wants to see what is under there, I was going to give her a chance to see. <laughs> And? And I did it. And uh, I don't know. She doesn't like have her. I think she just wanted to feel like she was with someone different.
2: Oh, it's like asking your wife to dye her hair a different color. Yeah,
1: or or just wear a wig. (laughs) Here's another one. For like half an hour.
2: From the 613. Yeah. Chest hair all the way. Okay. It's a landslide right now, I'm telling you. No
3: one's disagreeing that chest hair is good. It's just the amount of chest hair yeah. you want is a oh.
1: little frightening. Mora wants like full, as long as it can go. Well,
2: here's one more from the 519. Yeah, I have to agree with Mora. Sometimes trimming looks a little too purposely landscaped. We might as well... Cr- Cut some crop circles in there while you're at
1: it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Mora, this is so stupid, but it's one of the craziest things that have ever happened to me. It
2: just happened.
1: It just happened when I ran to the bathroom. Okay, I was using the urinal. Yeah, and something happened that's never happened to me before, ever. But um, I gotta tell you. Okay, I gotta tell you. Can I'm- I guess? You'll never guess what happened <laughs> You can guess, go ahead
2: I have no experience with urinals, okay yeah. So I, they're a mystery to me yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued Imagine by them
1: Imagine just like a giant funnel in front of you That you get to, you know, stand Gee. up and use Okay yeah.
2: You got splash back You got a little splashback.
1: Nah, no, nah, that could happen any day
2: Any day of the week, wow You know, that's... if
1: you're not careful okay. With your angles and stuff You, uh You'll never your guess Your pants
2: fell down All the way <laughs> <Yeah>. down <laughs>
1: No, that <laughs> wasn't it. Not it. Not it.
2: Um, you're next to somebody and the divider between the urinals fell right down. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay,
1: what happened? Okay, so I'm uh, at the urinal doing my thing Uh-huh. and I start urinating. Okay. And I notice there's this little like black speck in the urinal. And so I figured I'll do what, you know, most guys would do, which is I'd uh, hose it down, you know, (laughs) clean the urinal as I'm going. While you're there. Yeah, yeah. Might as well. (laughs) So I I start hosing down the black speck. Turns out the black speck is... A spider? Some kind of fruit fly. Uh Uh-huh. That's still alive. (laughs) And then... It attacks you. It starts flying! (laughs) <laughs> and it's coming right at me! <laughs> <laughs> covered in my own urine! Oh my god, what did you do? <laughs> he turned, I was like... No!
2: <laughs> get away from me!
1: Okay, no, like... Yeah, oh, because it's covered in your it's urine. It's covered in my own urine, and it's coming right at me. <laughs> So what'd you do? Then it landed on my sweater.
4: Ah!
1: That's pretty much the end of the story. That's stupid. That is the stupidest story I've ever heard. Is that not urinal
2: karma? It's not karma because he was probably hanging out in that urinal waiting for such a shower (laughs) to happen.
1: I that's, don't know if that's, that's the his, case.
2: That's a, actually a great day for him.
1: Anyway, I'm feeling a little dirty in this sweater <laughs> now.
2: Can you take your sweater <laughs> off, please?
1: It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.